0: I'm going to give you a podcasting microphone review of the Electro-Voice RE20. Hi, I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the audacitytopodcast.com. Your microphone is the best investment that you can make in your podcasting to improve your quality. If you use a cheap microphone, you get cheap quality. If you use a high-quality microphone like this, the Electro-Voice RE20, then you'll get high audio quality from it. The ElectroVoice RE20 is not cheap. It's $449 from Amazon.com and B&H, but it is a beautiful microphone. This is the microphone that you will see in many actual radio studios, not just podcasting studios in people's basements. But radio studios are using the Electro Voice RE20 and have been for many years. It is quite the golden standard for radio use and it can be that same standard for podcasting use too. The RE20's great benefits are a really accurate reproduction of sound. I even had my wife listen to several of these audio samples of different microphones, which you'll get to hear some of these in a little bit too. And she said that of all of them, she thought this one was the most accurate representation of my voice as she listened to the recordings back. And I agree as well, this seems to be the most accurate recording. So if you're looking something that represents your voice very, very well, I think you should consider the ElectroVoice RE-20 if your budget will allow it. This is the big brother to the Electra Voice RE-320 which sends a bit hotter of a signal, and this isn't as hot but I think this produces still a slightly even higher quality recording. This is also designed for voice, not so much for instrument recordings like the ElectroVoice RE320 is designed for. This is a dynamic microphone, so it's capturing its audio from primarily in front of it, not the sides, and it's also capturing in a pattern that includes the areas in front of the microphone, not so much the room noise and sound around the room such as a condenser microphone would get. Because it's an XLR microphone you'll need either an XLR to USB adapter in order to plug this into your computer or professional audio equipment which it's designed for such as a mixer, a digital audio recorder, something like that where you're using XLR connections to connect all of this equipment together. Because the ElectroVoice RE20 is an end-fire microphone, it's capturing audio in through the ends, not the side grill part, which does look really nice though. So what that means is as you speak into this microphone, you need to make sure that it is pointed at your sound. Not necessarily pointed directly at your mouth, but pointed at where your sound is, about right in front of your mouth. So if I turn away from the microphone and start speaking, speaking at the same volume, you can't hear me as much. If I'm looking up, if I'm looking down, the sound just isn't there as much. So when you speak into this microphone, make sure that you're pivoting around the microphone. That can be a little uncomfortable to do if you have some co-hosts or you have to look at something, but it's what produces the best sound for this microphone, because it is capturing this specific bubble of audio around the tip of the microphone. So if you step out of that bubble or move out of it in some way, then you will not get the recording that you need because it's designed to capture what's in that bubble. And if your voice isn't in there, it won't get your voice. The Electro Voice RE20, similar to the RE320, in fact they have many of the same parts, but both of them are variable D microphones. And what that means for you as a podcaster is that the tone of your recording doesn't change very much as you get closer or farther from the microphone. The the volume level, yes, does change. That's just the nature of audio, that the volume level will change the farther you are or the closer you are to the microphone, but the tone won't change as much. On many microphones, you'll hear that as you get really close to the microphone, it suddenly gets bassier and just a lot more presence to the audio. But as you get farther away, there's tends to be a certain sweet spot of about 4 inches away from the microphone. Which, that's how far I am from the microphone right now as I'm speaking. But as I get much closer to the microphone, you'll notice that although my audio dynamic has changed a little bit, it's not an extremely bassy sound. You wouldn't want to be this close to the microphone because this introduces a lot more mouth noises into your recording. You can hear my breathing a lot more. This kind of stuff that you don't want to end up in your recording. So that's why I recommend being a little bit farther away and that would be about four to six inches away from your microphone. If you get too far away then you have to start turning up the gain and then you're capturing more room noise into the recording. Not something that you really want, doesn't sound very professional. This is designed for professional sounding audio. Make sure you use it in a professional way. Get close to it about four to six inches away. The RE20, very similar to the RE320, also has some padding or essentially like a foam on the inside so it functions a little bit like a pop filter or windscreen. You wouldn't want to use this outside but if I look directly at the microphone, talk directly into it and say Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers my plosives, those pops of air that come out with certain letters like P's aren't as strong into this microphone because it already has something that will filter some of that out. You may still decide to add a pop filter or windscreen to the microphone, that's up to you, but you may not need it. That's why I'm talking slightly off-axis where the microphone is pointed at my mouth from about a 45 degree angle and that way I'm not talking directly into it. Most of my breath is going out here past the microphone and not directly into the microphone. The RE20 has a Bass tilt down switch, which at first you may think it's very similar to what the Electro Voice RE320 has, but they're actually quite different. The RE320 has a kick drum switch designed for, as the name suggests, kick drums. The RE20, however, has a bass tilt down switch, which is essentially giving you some bass reduction, about four and a half decibels within a certain range. So right now I've been speaking to you with the switch set to standard so the base tilt down switch is not engaged the switch is to the left on this microphone and it's producing then a very flat frequency response or in other words very accurate frequency response Now as I turn it to the right which is the base tilt down Switch and it's now activated, you'll notice if you listen very closely that my voice is missing just a little bit of the bass. It's a a 4.5 decibel reduction within the lower ranges. The RE20 with the bass tilt down switch off or to the left for a flat frequency response. The RE20 with the bass tilt down switch on or to the right for 4.5 decibels of essentially bass reduction. This may sound better for your voice if you have a really deep booming voice or just depending on your environment you may find that this produces better more accurate audio for you or it just may be more listenable for your particular voice. And that's what's great about this microphone is that even if you don't have equalization on your mixer and all of these different settings and stuff for processing you can have some control over how your voice sounds just by switching this switch back and forth from either the flat setting or the bass tilt down setting. So I'm now on the bass tilt down setting and it's reducing some of the bass in my voice. As I switch back then you'll probably notice now that that bass has returned a little bit in the lower ranges of my voice. This totally depends on your voice and what you think sounds best and what will work best for your particular environment with your equipment, with your voice, all of that. It's very subjective, but that's the way it is with microphones. Now let's compare this, the Electrovoice RE20, to several other studio dynamic microphones. We'll compare it to its little brother, the Electrovoice RE320, also the Heil PR40, which many people would consider to be the golden standard for podcasting microphones, but actually I disagree now. I'd say this is the golden standard for podcasting microphones. And I'll compare it to the very inexpensive Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB microphone. This first test is a pretty simple test. Each microphone at the exact same recording settings, no effects, no processing, compressor, limiter, gay equalization, nothing like that are in these recordings. You will notice some volume differences, but that's because each of these recordings are taken from their raw state. We'll change things a little bit later on. This is the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. It's an XLR and USB dynamic microphone, and it retails for under $40 on Amazon.com and b This is the Heil PR40 XLR Studio Dynamic Microphone. It retails for about $310 on Amazon.com and b This is the ElectroVoice RE320. It's an XLR Studio Dynamic Microphone that sells for $299 on Amazon.com and b This is the ElectroVoice RE20 It's an XLR Studio Dynamic microphone that sells for $449 on Amazon.com and B&H. Each microphone will pick up your voice a little bit differently as you move farther away from the microphone. So here's a test about 8 inches away from each microphone. The ATR2100 USB, 8 inches away. The PR40, 8 inches away. The RE320, 8 inches away. The RE20, 8 inches away. The Electro-Voice RE20 has that variable D effect so that it reduces the variation when you get closer and farther from the microphone. It still varies the volume, yes, but some of the tone differences. So here, compare each of these microphones as I'm closer to them. The ATR2100 USB diagonally off-axis about 4 inches away. The ATR2100 USB diagonally off-axis about 2 inches away the PR-40 diagonally off axis by about four inches. The PR-40 diagonally off axis by about two inches. The RE 3.20 diagonally off axis, four inches away. The RE 3.20 diagonally off axis, two inches away. The RE 20 diagonally off axis, four inches away. The RE 20 diagonally off axis, two inches away. Background noise is a major issue to podcasters. It could be your computer, it could be an air conditioner, a heater, a window, a fan, somewhere, anything like that, a refrigerator even somewhere in the house. So how each microphone rejects the sound around it, or considered side rejection, is very important. Here is each microphone compared with a fan on the ground, eight feet away from the microphone to the side, the ATR2100 USB 4 inches away with a fan 8 feet away. The PR40 4 inches away with a fan 8 feet away. The RE320 4 inches away with a fan 8 feet away. The RE20 4 inches away with a fan 8 feet away. Because each microphone captures audio in a slightly different way and sends it to the mixer at different volume levels, let's level the playing field by using levelator on each of the audio for these microphones. The ATR2100 USB processed with levelator. The PR40 processed with levelator. The RE320 processed with levelator. The RE20 processed with levelator. Processed with levelator. So this has been the Electro Voice RE20 microphone. It's $449 from Amazon.com and BNH. If you're interested in purchasing, please check the links below or go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash RE20. I'd love to hear what you think of this microphone, especially compared to these other microphones that I demonstrated. Which one did you like the best? If at all possible, it would be great for you to try each of these microphones with your own voice because that's how you really know which one will work best for you is to put your voice through the microphone but I'd love to hear what you think of these microphones which one you liked the best and what microphone that you would like to purchase as your dream microphone I'm now calling the Electrovoice RE20 the golden standard for a podcasting microphone and I'm removing the high PR40 from my list of recommended microphones if you have $450 to spend on a microphone, get this, the ElectroVoice RE-20. If you have a tighter budget of $300, then look at the ElectroVoice RE-320. It produces slightly different audio. Certainly check out my review of that microphone at com slash RE-320. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from com. Thank you for watching.